upside down. <laughs> it's time for the November 29th, 2013 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, an interpretive guide to current events broadcasting from the campus of the University of California at Irvine at an undisclosed location in the backyard of KUCI 88.9 FM. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. Oh, my. Mahler, Mahler, Mahler. You know, he's been pooping. No. A lot. No. Yeah, he's been pooping a lot, and now he's dancing around it. He's like, he's, yeah, Mahler, yeah, yeah, What? Why, why, why is he? Well, he goes out there, and he poops, and then he dances around it and barks at it as if it's some little creature. Mm. I don't know what's gotten into him. Well, I have no we, idea. I have a feeling we're going to get to the bottom of this, so to speak. Yeah, yeah well, he better yeah. be careful, because apartment a... and condo managers dogged by dog poo complaints are turning to DNA testing to identify the culprits who don't clean up after their pets. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tennessee-based BioPet Vet Lab specializes in testing DNA from dog poop to identify, um, you know, those dogs yeah. that are offensive. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> Mahler, exactly. Yeah. Their service-branded poo prints. Yeah, poo prints, Mahler is very simple. Uh, first step is they just, you register all the dog's DNA. So you kind of do a little cotton swab in their mouth. Yeah, Mahler, in your mouth, cotton swab. And then if you see, some, uh, yeah, if you see the dog poo, if you well, see the dog poo laying around, you pick it up and, and you just have it analyzed. Send it to the lab. Huh? Yeah, lab for, you know, like $100 or whatever it costs to analyze poo. But then you can bust that dog. Well, that's right, Mahler. He's he's dumbfounded. Yeah, I'm dumbfounded too. That just yeah. seems that seems a bit yeah. extreme. I mean, it seems like in you in, know when I was a kid, I used to enjoy stepping in dog poo. You go out there in your bare feet, you get this nice squishy brown stuff between uh, your toes. Um, right. yeah. What was well, warm? That, that explains why it I was s- soft. Yeah, it was, what's it was the warm deal? And soft. You wipe it, it off. It does explain yeah, it off. Uh, yeah, come uh, on, I, folks. Um, Sterile America. It does explain why I saw Mahler uh, wearing a ski mask. Yeah. 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 When he was running, because he said- I, Well, that's he, not going to help he Mahler. Was, he, yeah, he was trying to, he said, you know, obviously you need to go to the bathroom. He told me that, basically, yeah. the yeah. way he likes to do that. Yeah. And But he, then he slipped on a ski mask. But that's mask not going to help. A ski mask is not well, going to help, see, Mahler. Yeah. It's DNA. Oh, see, he didn't know that, yeah. I don't think. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what an idiot. What an idiot. There he goes. There you go. Bye. Even if carbide, carbon dioxide, mm-hmm. carbon dioxide emissions came to a sudden halt, Mike. Yes. The carbon dioxide already in Earth's atmosphere mm-hmm. could continue to warm our planet for hundreds of years. This, according to a Princeton University-led research published in the Journal of Nature Climate Change, study suggests that it might take a lot less carbon than previously thought to reach the global temperature scientists deem unsafe. You know, that doesn't sound like good news to me. No, no, because we're already high up there, and we're getting excited because we're high based on old findings. Hey, old now, data, new, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now new data suggests that we might already be uh, too far gone. Wow. One of the largest and longest experiments ever done to test the impact of nutrient loading on coral reefs, which is what's going on to destroy them, confirmed what scientists have long suspected, that this type of pollution from sewage, agricultural practices, and other sources can lead to coral disease and bleaching. So they got it down to, you know, if you're... 
if you're doing a lot of ag and you're dumping your pesticides or whatever, anything right. green, I shouldn't say pesticide, anything algae-based, right. you're suffocating the, the coral. However, the study also found that once the injection of pollutants was stopped, the corals were able to recover in a surprisingly short time. Well, that's the good news. Yeah, this there is suggests to me that we should stop. That would be a good idea. So, again, yeah. one of the, by the way, the importance of this is that uh, yeah. coral reefs are known to be a, a mitigating factor in terms of global warming. Absolutely. So, And they have all sorts of nice creatures that are dependent on them, too, yeah. which are part of the food chain, which uh, we survive on. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is, my friend. Yes, it is. A British oceanographer named Grant Big was co-awarded a 50,000-pound grant to track a Chicago-sized iceberg that recently detached from Antarctica's Pine Island Glacier. So he's given money to track it. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like a good track idea. Track a glacier. I don't know if it's a good I would, idea. Well, I would like to get in on some of that action. Just, just hook me up with a Zodiac, and yeah. I'll, I'll track it. And climatologists determined that 90 companies, 90. This is a good, this is a really important story. are responsible for two-thirds of the greenhouse gas emissions generated since 1854. The decision makers, the CEOs or the ministers of coal and oil, said one researcher, could all fit on a Greyhound bus. Yeah. Yeah. This is a, this is the Institute for Climate, um, Climate Study, I believe. Uh, and basically, they identified it's, and also, yeah, I think most of the pollution has come in the last, since 1986, over 50% of all the carbon in the air has come since 1986. In addition to the yeah. fact that since two thirds of 90 companies are responsible for two thirds of the output of carbon into the air. So we now can zero this, not, we don't have to talk about India and, and China and the United States. We can start narrowing down our focus on the companies, hopefully, and begin to affect the change that we need to. We know already, but this kind of puts it in black and white terms. We know the people are doing it. Standard Oil, Dutch, BP. We know these people. Yeah. But this is one, this is a kind of a galvanizing document in a way, I hope. Uh, Does that make sense Iraq. at all? In Iraq, Iraq. That at least sense. 17 people were killed and 37 wounded when a pair of bombs struck a bad Baghdad cafe. Iraq is suffering its worst spate of violence in five years. More than 150 people have died in nationwide violence over the past week. 150 over yeah. in a week. Yeah. Now, I, you know, it's I'm, I'm going to go back to the Boston, uh, whatever they call it now, something to make it horror. Well, and it was horrible, and we didn't like it. Two people died there. Right. And that's that. Right. 100 people died in one week, and this story gets buried. Right. The United Nations set a January date for peace talks between the Syrian government and rebel opposition. Despite the announcement, the opposition Syrian National Council says it will maintain its precondition for negotiations that excludes President Bashir al-Assad from any political transition. It's also unclear if Syria's key ally, Iran, will be invited to the talks. All right. Nevertheless, this is part of another. We're story. talking peace. Yeah, we yeah. are talking oh, yeah. peace. Another I part of this. On. You want to talk about Iraq? You no, know, no, just more about Iran and the fact that Iran is is actually Iraq. I was talking about Iraq. But you said, but, but the last part, I think you said something about Iran, Iran? Be, being in part a part of the negotiations. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. Yeah, I thought you thought it was a news story. No, no, right. no. All I'm saying, what I was going to say is that uh, that Iran has become become more cooperative on a number of issues, including yeah. what I'm sure we'll get to the nuclear um, 
their uh, nuclear program. Do you mean Iran and six world powers clinched a, a deal to temporarily limit and roll back the Iranian nuclear program? That one? That one? That's part of it. Yeah. But in also on Syria. Easing international but, sanctions. Yeah. yeah. Right, but yeah. they're yeah, but they are in the midst of uh, what seems to be a, a kind of a lot of initiatives on a lot of fronts, including yeah. Syria. Yeah, which so, me- so Iran seems to be coming toward us a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, the West are trying to break out of being an isolated country. That's for certain. So yeah, Israel announced yet another round of settlement construction in the occupied West Bank. This isn't good. No. They want to do it. They don't want to do it. They do it. And, and right in the middle of the peace talks. Yeah. I, it was a week ago that I was saying that they said they were going to uh, stall out on any sort of uh, development. Mm-hmm. Now they're developing again. 800 new homes uh, near the Great Park in Irvine. No, no. 800 <laughs> new homes on Palestinian <laughs> land. Palestinian political leader Hanan Ashwari mm-hmm. said Israel is seeking to punish Palestinians for the international nuclear deal with Iran. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Israel is pushing back in the way that they know how, which is to continue to develop these illegal settlements um, in in the West Bank. Yeah. And Gaza. Yeah. In Honduras, right-wing ruling party candidate Juan Orlando Hernandez won over Ziamara Castro, the wife of ousted President Manuel Zelaya, Mm -hmm. in the presidential race. Castro and her supporters have rejected the results alleging fraud. Mm. Mm-hmm. That sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Former President Zelaya said they will peacefully challenge the results in the streets and be beaten over the head with batons. <laughs> well, there, that's a, there's a, the country has a rich tradition of uh-huh. that sort of thing, so unfortunately. The United States flew two warplanes over the undisputed East China Sea. This is getting tense over there. Yeah, I'm not sure I quite understand. I understand generally why this is a, a big deal, but tell me more. Well, Nathan. what Japan is, you know, they're they're they contest this. There's two this islands sea. that yeah. the Chinese and the Japanese contest yeah. ownership of. Uh huh. Okay. And and uh, just recently, uh, Japan and China got into it. Now we're uh, sending a signal to China that we're on Japan's side. Well, by flying over. Well, but, well, that's it. So China extended its airspace. It's what it considers to be its author, uh, the authority over this airspace that's right. to include these two islands. That's what we're talking about. And then and the United States scoffed at it and sent a couple of unarmed B-52s flying. Well, Japan flying. scoffed at it a couple of weeks ago. Okay. They probably had a nice conversation with us, and we flew our- uh, Two unarmed yeah. B-52s yeah. through that airspace. And then the Chinese basically said- well, you know, it doesn't really, you don't have, you just have to t- kind of tell us you're doing yeah, this. You don't exactly. really have to, you yeah. know, we're not going to do anything, but we want to know. Isn't yeah. that basically what happened? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but nevertheless. Yeah, no, no, yeah, I, we, I get it. We got it. a little it's, bit of tension going yeah, on yeah, over there. Yeah, It's a little bit unusual. This is my take. It's a little bit unusual for China uh, to be uh, territorially aggressive. They, they, Generally speaking, they have not been over, their, uh, over the course of their history. However... I believe there are internal factions within kind of a power struggle going on within China. Who's going to run the place? You believe you're the only one that believes this? I'm just saying this oh, out loud because okay. I think that I yeah. Yes. And I do well, think that there's fac- factions. there's factions and I think the military there's factions right here in there's the studio, the military Mike. wants to extend yes right no there are. There are military factions within China and also I would I would say in this regard that in the same way that the United States, when it was becoming a world power, as China is becoming, 
started something called the Monroe Doctrine, in which we said we had territorial authority over not just North America, but South America as well. So get uh-huh. the hell out of here if you think about it. it I don't, I'm not saying either one of them is a good idea, but I'm saying it's kind of a natural progression for a world power to want to extend its, its sphere of yeah. influence. So, Gentlemen prefer blondes. Yeah, well, there you go. The Monroe Doctrine. <laughs> the Obama administration continues to warn Afghanistan of an early pullout of U.S. forces if it fails to ratify a security pact by the end of the year. So, you know, we got some yeah. a little bit of tit for tat over there in Afghanistan. Afghan's yeah. President Hamid Karzai is seeking to delay his signature. He's got his pen down on the piece of paper. Yeah, he does. And he's starting to move, but yeah. he is seeking to prevent it from moving. I think what's more likely going yeah. on here, Nathan, yeah. is his pen and uh-huh. his, his is on the document, yes. ready to sign, uh-huh. but then his other hand is extended and it, it, with his wallet. His wallet. It's, yeah, his yeah, wallet is yeah. in his other hand. He's doing that, that, he's doing that thing with, with his fingers, fingers yeah. and his hand He's doing that yeah. while he's got his pen to this pen. I think that's probably a lot of He also wants an end to U.S. home raids, as they called them, yeah. and uh, a, re- a release of prisoners from Guantanamo. Did he mention anything about his brother being one of the largest opium trader drug dealers in the world? Did he mention that part? Yeah, I don't remember he said, and, and there's a and cut in the opium yeah, trade yeah, for you guys yeah, over exactly. there in the CIA if you mm-hmm. can kind of pressure uh, Mr. Mm-hmm. Uh, Obama yeah. into going through with this yeah, deal. Yeah, that's the part. Of, they, they, You know what? They, they lost audio during that part of the conversation for yeah. some reason. Yeah. So I'm sure that's what he was talking about. A Russian court granted bail to the last remaining Greep, Greenpeace protester. So oh. at least they're out. Okay. They're, they're going they're out. out. They're, okay. There's, you know, where the last one was $60,000 bail. Ooh. Nevertheless, Russia got a little bit of cashola yeah. out of this Greenpeace deal. Well, it doesn't sound like they're going to spend years in jail. No. Once you're out at of bail, it seems like you're probably they're probably negotiating some yeah, sort yeah, of a settlement. Yeah. Okay. That is good. Yeah. Russian police reported that 18 medical students had been expelled for dancing the Lizdinka. That's a traditional dance. They were just doing those, you know... Who, who was doing it again? Sorry. They, they were uh, 18 medical students. Where? In Russia. Oh, okay. And it's a is traditional it... dance that Russians didn't approve of. Oh. If you're thinking of, you know, if you wonder was it why. Gay? Is it a totally gay dance? No, no. Oh, okay. It was oh. like men and women, and the men flapped their arms like eagles. Oh. And the women danced around it. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And it wasn't, it wasn't. So it was a, it was bad. It wasn't pornographic. It was, no, okay. it wasn't anything it's like that. They had dance. clothes on. It's just they were just they were offended by the dance. Okay. No, it was a pussy riot thing. Oh, they, you know, okay. they, right. they don't like any display yeah. that yeah. doesn't. Yeah. You know, doesn't hail the the uh, Putin. The, the Putin. Yeah. All, the, Putin. Ha- all hail Putin. Okay. Yeah. Pope right. Francis was in the news last week. Francis was. Francis. Oh, Francis. Pope, Pope Francis. Pope. Yeah. He launched a broadside, as they say in uh, the news writing community, mm-hmm. against former President Ronald Reagan's uh, signature economic theory, the old trickle-down stuff. Did he now? Pope Francis yeah. just uh, fired it up, uh, which continues to serve as a conservative American dogma, oh. uh, at least with Republicans. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. yeah. This is the Pope speaking. Yeah, I got you. <clears throat> Go ahead. You're going to do your best. Okay. Okay. Some people continue to defend trickle-down <laughs> theories which assume that economic growth, encouraged by a free market, will inevitably succeed in bringing about greater justice and inclusiveness in the world. Mm. That's beautiful. Yeah. If, if only he were words, Italian. That was, yeah, he's see, saying that's that... The, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, I know. Sorry. I don't know what that was. That was Latvian, I <laughs> oh, think. Oh, that's Latvian. Okay. Yeah. All right. But, but here's the deal. 
Well, I'm saying because he's in Rome. No, I know. He, I he got becomes you. Italian, you know, you yeah, know yeah. when in Rome. All you Italians but, get off the lawn. What he's saying yeah. is that yeah. people who believe this crap that yeah. was dished yeah. out by a Republican yeah. are naive. The Laffer curve. Yeah. It's laughable. And then, of course, trickle-down economics, which was Alan Greenspan. even says yeah. they express a crude and naive trust in the goodness of those wielding economic power. Yep. Yeah. Naive. This is, this I love that. speaking. Yeah. I love that. The fact, how many times... I, I, as a lefty, yeah, as a, a self-proclaimed lefty, yeah. how many times do I hear from people, oh, you're so naive, oh, you don't understand the way the world works. And the Pope is telling these clowns, you're the ones who are... Don't understand well, the way the world uh, they're works. they're really cynical. I mean, he's saying, he's giving the benefit of the doubt by calling him naive. <laughs> so, yeah. Eh, never mind. All right. I agree. Good. Good for this Pope. Good for, for him. Pope. No, I mean, honestly. Is this, I was thinking about becoming a Catholic. Is this the best Pope ever so far? I was going to write so to far? the Pope because I, I, I'm his Facebook friend. And I was going to ask him, is it, can an atheist be a Catholic? He already said yes. Yes? He already he did? did. See, you're in. Yeah, he wow. already said. He said, you know, who am I? You know, basically, the whole thing. Who am I to, to judge an atheism? Uh, you know. We didn't say I could be a Catholic, though. I don't know. Don't maybe you have maybe to, not. Don't you have to take some sort of oath or you something? You have to do all kinds of stuff I can't even tell you about until you're actually doing them. These are secret things? Yeah, there are secret things oh. that I really I can't even say okay. what they are until they happen uh, to you. Maybe not so much on the Catholic Yeah, idea. I don't think you really want to go there. Ikea omitted an interview with a lesbian couple. Omitted. They omitted an interview with a lesbian couple from the uh, Russian version of their customer loyalty magazine. So they had this magazine, and they and they had a little interview with with a lesbian couple that said we really like IKEA. Oh, they couldn't do it because it was Russia. Yeah, they okay. couldn't do it because it they were afraid it was gay propaganda. Yeah, see, so yeah. so if you if you're gay, you can't say you like furniture <laughs> without it being uh, interpreted <laughs> as being propaganda, uh, because as we know, yeah. That's how the gays operate. Well, that's how they, say, that's how they oh, get you. Oh, look at that divan. <laughs> that sofa is fabulous. It's and the next thing you know, you're gay. You're gay. Yeah. And everybody around you is gay. Yeah. How does that happen? Yeah, yeah I know. It's so good. Well, yeah. good. good. <laughs> Ikea said we have two guiding principles. The first is home interior design. The second is following the law. And the third is being uh, chicken. Yeah. Well, I can't see. Yeah, yeah, I can't say that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. You know, what's uh, going to happen in the Olympics? I know there's a lot of kind of uh, chatter about when athletes get there, they're going to start making out on the on the uh, what are you asking re- me? review stand. Well, is there going to be sex at the Olympics? No, I th- no, no, there always is a lot of sex. You know, last with the last Olympics, the one that was the last one that was lots in the US, of sex at that. Olympics. Well, they're all of them. Every yeah. one of them. Yeah. They hand out like boxes of condoms. Really? Every, yeah, absolutely. Wow. They have like thousands of condoms they give out. Do they have a competition? Well, or can anything? you imagine the babies that could be coming out of a, the Olympics? The wow. Olympic babies, right? Those I Olympic mean, babies. I mean, come on. Yeah. You know, get get one of them long distance runners. Maybe we should open this. a sperm a sperm collection bank See? down at every. Why Olympics. With the Olympics, yeah. yeah, yeah, deposit here, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, wow, well, that's a business, right yeah, there. I'll yeah. say. <laughs> and then the winners, you know, if they get a gold medal, you get gold medal sperm. Mm-hmm. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, gold medal sperm. Yeah, that's right. Mine's bronze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mine, if yeah. it places at all, I think mine would have been. Yeah. So, whatever. Yeah, yours is non-Olympic <laughs> sperm. That's what it <laughs> that's is. What it is. Yeah. I didn't make it Any, out of the any, trials. <laughs> 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 so yeah, all right. Let's anything. Uh, oh, I got a. I got yeah. one. This is another international story. Interesting development in the Middle East. Uh, the, the war in Syria. 
uh, Syria is right near Iraq and right near Turkey, and um, there's a substantial Kurdish population that kind of runs across all those countries and even into Iran. Well, the the Kurds in Syria have basically kind of carved out a an, a, a district that is free of the uh, instability and, and fighting that's going on in the rest of Syria, which sounds like a good thing. Wow. These people in the in the town of Qamishli have essentially carved out an, a civic government. They have some people from the Syrian government there to, to basically handle passports, yeah. but they've made a, a safe haven for Kurds in Syria cool. with their own militia and they're taking care of business. Sounds like a great thing, right? Yeah. Well, the Turks are upset. Obviously, the Syrian government is a little bit pissed off, and the Iraqi people, uh, the Iraqi government as well, because they're worried now. They're beginning to establish kind of a consistent Kurdish state along this sort of uh, corridor yeah. of Kurdish people. Yeah. So there's a lot of tension now over the fact that the Kurds are doing well, and they seem to be. Oh, will the Kurds have their way? Oh, okay. Thank you. That yes, so so it's a straightforward. It is a it is a straightforward question, and and who knows? But it yeah. is a very interesting development in the midst of all of this chaos, including Iraq and Syria. Uh, the, uh, the and the Turks don't want it to happen because they're beginning to establish friendly relations with the Turks in Turkey. I mean, with the I'm sorry, the Kurds in Turkey. So they're they're saying, well, if this starts to get some uh, traction, it'll make it more difficult for them. Anyway, interesting uh, that uh, this is happening. The Kurds have been taking care of business. So good. I thought that was an interesting story. Yep. yep. <laughs> oh, Mahler, Mahler. What is it? What is it, boy? You got a secret? A secret? Yeah, a secret. Mahler's got a secret. What is it? I just want to find out if you're going to talk about this. In secret? In secret yeah. stuff? No. Is that a secret? Yes. What is it? I just want to know if you're going to talk. New Zealand earthquakes may have weakened Earth crust, according to researchers. Wow. So, I, okay. They had, they had, well, there you go. Scientists have found that the earthquakes which struck New Zealand between 2010 and 2011 could have had an impact on the Earth's crust. That's some serious stuff. Wow, there, yeah. yeah. The series of quakes released abnormally high levels of energy compared to others. And like that. Like this and like that, yeah. Yeah, so. the crust. So we, we don't have much of a crust left? Well, Is there isn't a whole lot of crust there. No, but, but, but I'm a fan of the crust I'm myself. a big Some fan of the crust. Some people cut the crust off. <laughs> Not us. Yeah. Not, Not us. me. No, no, we I, like the crust. I enjoy, I relish mm. the crust. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, the fact that there's earthquakes. Fact, the crust is usually my favorite part. <laughs> yeah, I live on the crust. <laughs> And, and, so, and if, if our crust is damaged... And so do we. Yeah, yeah. we live on the crust as well. We're in so, trouble. Yeah, 40,000 kilometers. It's a, that's the horseshoe uh, known as the Ring of Fire. That's where these earthquakes occurred. So 40,000 kilometers of crust may be damaged? Well, at least in the part of New Zealand, yeah. where it's on the what they call Ring of Fire. Maybe it'll turn into a giant sinkhole. <sighs> so there you go. Yeah. But back to secret stuff. Yeah, okay. A proposed state secrecy law in Japan that imposes stiffer penalties on bureaucrats who leak information and journalists who seek it is spurring a public outcry with opponents blasting it as heavy-handed effort, as a heavy-handed effort to hide what the government is doing and restrict press freedom. So they got they got this thing going over on Japan there yeah, to, yeah, to uh, yeah. kind of what uh, Obama's doing here in the States. Yep. Yep. Uh, you know, squeezing on whistleblowers, yep. putting them in jail. Mm -hmm. The ruling party says a secrecy protection law is needed to allow the United States and other allies to share national security information with Japan, along with the creation of a U.S.-style National Security Council in his office. 
It's part of an effort by Prime Minister Shinzo Abe to beef up Japan's role in global security and make a more authoritarian government at home. And we know how well the Japanese do with authoritarian governments. Yeah, yeah. that's worked out pretty well yeah. in the past. Hey. All right. Okay. Also in secret stuff, new leaks from Edward Snowden. You know him. I do. Yeah, everybody knows him. Yeah. Show the National Security Agency gathered records on the online sexual activity of Muslim targets in a bid to discredit them. So they were looking to see if they went into any porn sites. And then they had a plan. They were going to, especially if they were very religious Muslims, they were going to bust them. Yeah. yeah. Get them good. Get them good. Yeah, you Girls think gone, you're so righteous. Girls gone wild. Yeah. We'll find them. Yeah, exactly. Find out what they're doing. There. Maybe they even came up with a few uh, websites to attract the Muslim communities. Mm -hmm. I don't know what they would do there. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't want to say because I might be assassinated. <laughs> if, but nevertheless. Uh, also in secret stuff, Microsoft is reportedly developing a new project to encrypt its online traffic over fears of national security agency surveillance. Who's doing that? Microsoft. Okay. So they're going to, uh, they're afraid of being busted yeah. by the NSA. Yeah. So they're trying to encrypt their codes. It emerged last month the NSA had tapped into the private networks of Microsoft rivals Google and Yahoo. Okay. So there you go. Okay. Yeah. Also in secret stuff, and the United Nations panel advanced a landmark measure measure of affirming rights against unwarranted government surveillance. Okay. All right. Germany and Brazil drafted the resolution after the leaks of Edward Snowden showed widespread U.S. spying abroad. The U.N. General Assembly's third committee approved, by, approved it by consensus. And now it's up for the General Assembly to vote on well, this. It'll be interesting this to see how a, the United States votes on that. Yeah, one, yeah exactly. This is all just a dog and pony show yep. at the U.N., yep. but yep. nevertheless, well, it they're doing mean something. something. It means something. Yeah. A new investigation has revealed the CIA kept a secret detention center at Guantanamo Bay to turn prisoners into double agents. Oh, yeah. so turn them. Yeah. They, okay. Yeah, they have a, a special place over there for people they were trying to turn. It was called Penny Lane. <laughs> I, I don't know why they would do that. Why would they do that? I don't know. It makes, it makes me sad, actually, yeah. to hear them use that. But okay. Yeah, a, it's just, it's so did, they, did any of it work? Do we know? Did it shows they... you kind of the musical tastes of the uh, don't get me started yeah yeah old farts that run the cia exactly. yeah anyway they they wanted them to go back and kill suspected terrorists as if they're not suspected terrorists right they're gonna, but they were going to turn suspected terrorists into folks to kill suspected terrorists the prisons were given prisoners were given cottages equipped with private kitchens showers and real beds <sighs> Not these phony kind nope. of beds. No, not real those, beds. Not those. At least one prisoner was forced to comply, comply after CIA agents threatened to harm his children. The double agents were paid millions of dollars before the program ended in 2006. But we don't know if any of them actually did. No, but they got some bucks out of the deal. No, they Hell, did. Hell, I'd yeah, do that. Yeah. And the irony is, the anybody, irony but is. I'd take the money and get a new bed. Well, the irony is whether 80 of the 160 have been cleared by all the agencies, by all the intelligence agencies, as not either a terrorist or a threat to the United States. Yeah. They were saying that they don't even know if any of the double agents had any yeah. real yeah. violent background. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So the idea of turning someone into something that he that he, he wasn't never was he never was yeah. and never would be and and yeah, yeah it's all that craziness uh, in secret stuff also a federal court heard arguments in a case challenging the national security agency's mass collection of u.s phone call data 
The American Civil Liberties Union filed suit earlier this year after leaks from Edward Snowden showed Verizon Business was ordered to hand over the call records of all its customers. The ACLU says the NSA program goes far beyond what Congress has author was authorized to do under the U.S. Patriot Act, which it was. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Depressingly. And we will follow this case. We will. I know. You'll stay on this. Yes. 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 We will. Yes. Uh-oh. Uh, Uh-oh. Well, you know what this means. I do. Is Mahler's upset. About what is it, something. Mahler? Right. And it's KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, on the web at KUCI.org. And it's time for drones. Yes. Oh. Drones, drones in the news. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he loves drones. Ah, President Hamid Karzai lashed out his, his American allies after word came that at least one and possibly two NATO drones had killed civilians in southern Afghanistan. NATO drones. NATO. Yeah, I got you. The NATO. I, NATO drones. Those, yeah. are, those are just U.S. drones with the letters N-A-T-O painted on the side, I yeah. think, probably. And this was right when, as we've talked about before, when Afghanistan is dealing with the U.S. Yeah. and trying to get their security pack yeah. going on. Yeah. Yeah, well, okay. Also, protests are continuing in Pakistan against the U.S. drone war. Mm-hmm. They were sitting in and marching and blocking the uh, NATO routes, supply routes. Also, the CIA will continue to oversee the U.S. drone war. I mean, now, remember at one point yes, in time, yes, that this was, was going to get transferred over to the military. Right. And what we have now is a paramilitary force in the CIA. Yes. The drone force of yes, the CIA. Yes, absolutely. So this was going to happen good. and now it's not going to happen. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you'll be another uh, branch of the armed forces the way it's, it's going right now, the CIA drone division. Doesn't it sound like, again, this, I believe that uh, when it was announced, I don't know if Obama actually said it, but it was certainly high-level people. I think his White House spokesman, uh, Jay Carney, said that this was going to happen. Yeah. So d- didn't that sound like if we were a, a, an outsider, if we were, if this was Russia or China, wouldn't we yeah. say it looks like there's a power struggle within oh, yeah. the government? Yeah. Doesn't it sound yeah. like something? Oh, the CIA and the, and the, and yeah. the rest I of mean, the yeah. Defense Department. Yeah. And, and not the rest of the Defense Department, the, the Defense yeah. Department. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, the political party of former cricketer... Not Mouseketeer, but Cricketer. Cricketer. You know, the guy that plays cricket. Yeah. Imam Khan. Oh, this is the guy from Pakistan. Na- yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Named U.S. Central Intelligence Agency Director John Brenner and another man it said was the agency's chief in Pakistan as murder suspects over a drone, drone strike. They, oh. they call them out for uh, being oh, murderers. Okay. Yeah. And by the way, this Cricketer is a very popular figure oh, yeah. in, in, yeah. in, in Pakistan. He ran for, he ran for president or Congress at yeah. one point. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Also, wow. uh, China tested its first stealth combat drone. Uh, they showed some photos of it, and uh, it's a jet-powered drone. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, it's called the uh, Li Jian, or the Sharp Sword. Well, okay, uh, all right. Also, well, guards at uh, Gatineau, Quebec. It's a jail there, mm-hmm. Gatineau, Quebec jail. Mm-hmm. Um, actually witnessed a drone fly into the prison and drop off some drugs. Get out. Yeah, and apparently this is going on a lot in Canada. Maybe it's going on a lot all over. Wow. But, you know, they have they little just fly drones. In, yeah. fly they can, they can in. hover and then yeah. drop stuff. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's encouraging news for uh, <laughs> for people in Northern California, wouldn't you say? I wouldn't know what to say about that. Okay, Mike. all right. Yeah. And I'm done with drones. All right. We got stuff to talk about in the domestic we do. realm. We do. 
Small businesses won't be able to buy health insurance via healthcare.gov until next year. The Obama administration Tell me announced. why. I'm not sure why. Well, the delay in functionality for the so-called shop exchanges represents the latest setback, of course. Mm. The development also comes just days before healthcare.gov, the online portal for individual family health care coverage in more than 30 states, is supposed to be working better. Now, now, why? They just couldn't get, get it down. They couldn't get the agreement squared away. They couldn't get the function of it Is moving. that right? Yeah. Was some, I wonder if some of it was that in the states that they're trying to establish these these um, setups, the system, were run by Republican governors oh, yeah. who, it's were, a lot of factors. who were monkey-wrenching this it's, thing. It's not ready to roll. You know, one of the one of the distressing and depressing things about this Obamacare is that that Obama followed a Republican plan. Yeah. The reason this doesn't work, quote unquote, doesn't work as well as it should, and, it, and it's, it's functioning, and it'll eventually be much more functional. One of the reasons it's so difficult to make it work is because it's this Frankenstein setup of, yeah. you know, of these private companies being in the middle of trying to provide health care for the rest, for all of us, and and trying to make it work in all these different states and all these different companies. And before all of this, certain companies were had monopolies in lots of states, and now they don't. So this is creating a, another layer of, of, uh, of challenge in trying to make it work. It, it's because it's a Republican plan. Well, and, it's and a it, compromise plan. Yeah, it's and, a compromise plan. An awful Thank lot you. of it is uh, a conservative plan. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's not close this, to being what what is, anybody in the liberal wing of the not, Democratic no, Party not at all. would and have And by wanted. the way, this is the invisible hand of the marketplace at work, right? Trying to mesh all of this madness together when they had monopolies and now they don't. That's the problem. Is you couldn't buy before. You couldn't buy insurance from a company that was based somewhere that didn't control essentially a monopoly in your state. Yeah. And now they're trying to make it all work, make it more of a competitive marketplace. And that's that's a big part of the problem here. Is this this is this crazy ass single payer? You want single payer? I do. Yeah. At least I want that option. Look, yeah. maybe maybe it's not the be all and end all. Maybe it's not the panacea. But I want that option. Okay. Yeah. I, that's I mean, all. We, that's all we were calling for. Right. That's all that's, uh, Obama called for at the very beginning of this. Right. And it and it lasted for about a day. That's right. Yeah. Until Max Baucus made a deal with the insurance companies. Yep. And said to to Obama, "This isn't going to pass the Senate unless you take this deal." Yeah. Unless you take uh, single payer yeah. off, off the, the table. Yeah. Yes. I'm sorry. That's uh, right. So. The Republican-controlled House approved several bills that would provide a major boon to oil and gas fracking in the United States. Yeah. One measure would fast-track the construction of gas pipelines. That vote came one day after the House passed legislation that would strip the federal government's authority to regulate fracking in states with their own rules. So they just want to frack. Yeah, they just want to frack all day. Yeah. Another provision would impose a $5,000 fee on anyone filing an official protest against a drilling project. Get out of that, here. That, to me, is the most Are egregious you serious? Oh, my God. If you want to file a protest against somebody who's who's drilling for oil next door, you got to pay 5000 bucks. Oh, that is... Oh, there's, come on. The courts, somebody in the courts have got to step well, up Well, the measures that. have little chance of uh, Senate passage. Okay. And Obama says he'll veto them. My God. Nevertheless, that's the Republican-controlled House at work. Oh. The Supreme Court agreed to take on cases that could decide if corporations can ignore parts of federal law based on the religious beliefs of their owners. Yeah. 
The cases center around the controversy over whether for-profit corporations must fully cover birth control in the health insurance they provide for their employees. Two companies, Hobby Lobby and Conestoga Wood, object to provisions in the Affordable Care Act requiring companies to provide contraceptive coverage. Doesn't that sound like something you would call your penis? What? Calistoga Wood. Calistoga Wood? Yeah. yeah. And, then, and, and you know, the, the uh, vagina is the Hobby Lobby. <laughs> it's the Hobby yeah, Lobby. Yeah, yeah right. See? <laughs> Ba-boom. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> I think this is all a big joke. Who writes this crap? I don't know. Yeah. This, that's too good to be true. Yeah. All right, so... <laughs> So I'm sporting okay. some calisthenics. That's it. All right. That's disgusting. That's enough. All right. The firms say they oppose birth control <laughs> mandates. <laughs> Let's just laugh. Let's I'm call this sorry. off. They they propose uh, they uh, oppose birth birth control mandates on religious grounds. Uh -huh. yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. The case could force a rehashing of Citizen United, uh -huh. which is crazy. They, Citizen United, of course, ruled companies have freedom of expression rights that allow unlimited spending on political campaigns. Yeah. The courts could now decide whether companies have religious freedom rights. Oh, yeah. So no, they just don't have right. They have super rights because they don't die. People die. Yeah. Corporations do not die. What is this? What are you? I want them to have the right so I can go beat the crap out of them. Yeah. That right. Oh, my God. Yeah. I want to bully them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, me too. <laughs> the right to bully them. If they're real people, I should be able to. Okay. A new study warns methane emissions in the U.S. are far higher than the government claims. According to proceedings of the National Academy of Science, the United States released 49 million tons of methane in 2008, compared to an estimated 32 million. That's quite a bit more. 32 to 49, yeah. Yes. A lot of methane. Yeah. Methane is, by way, by the way, is much more toxic than just the release of carbon. It, the, uh, the impact on the uh, atmosphere is much more dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. What is it, Molly? Oh, God. He's a little bit upset. I think he's got some methane problems right now. Well, he does. Yeah. I know he's, I, yeah. believe me, I've, I know exactly. Oh, what, what a day for Mahler. What a day. Researchers have discovered a gene that regulates alcohol consumption and when faulty can cause excessive drinking. They have also identified the mechanism under the, uh, this phenomena, mm -hmm. the mechanism. The study showed the normal mice. How do they know a normal mouse, you know? What do they do? I don't... How do they find normal I mice? I don't know anymore. The study showed that normal mice show no interest in alcohol or drink. Mm -hmm. And, and they, uh, no alcohol when offered a choice between a bottle of water and a bottle of diluted alcohol. Mm -hmm. They just want water. Mm -hmm. However, mice with a genetic mutation to the gene GABRB1, I guess that's Garberb1, mm -hmm. overwhelmingly prefer drinking alcohol over water. They have a problem. They have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Mickey, <laughs> and I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> Choosing to consume almost 85% of their daily fluid as drinks containing alcohol. They, they, it was kind of a wine-proportioned uh, alcohol. Mm -hmm. But these mice with this particular gene mutation uh, does were that drunkards. Okay, so are, are we does that translate into human beings? Are they going to find the Garber gene in, in, in people as some equivalent? No it sounds like no they idea. will. It might, might be good. That, you know, the only problem with drinking is cars. If we just got rid of cars, we could drink all we wanted. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. 
And in a somewhat related story, UCLA researchers discovered women regret one-night stands, while men regret situations where they might have had a one-nighter if they were only more aggressive. Oh. So we got kind of the dichotomy going yeah, on here. Yeah, well, Women are going to regret this thing. Yeah. Men want more of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hence the reason we have more. We have one-nighters. Uh, okay. Is, well, that, is that the reason? Yeah, I think it might have something to do with it. Yeah, There's yeah. at least party of the first part, Yeah. you know, and the party of the second part. Yeah. <laughs> Father, oh, don't. He's, he's twerking out there. Jeez. Oh, my God. That's, That's disgusting. Just, yeah, really. Jeez. Stop it. Yeah. God. Uh, and also, in uh, our research department, being bored may be more complex than previously thought. Being bored might be. Being bored might be more complex. Okay. Than previously thought. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that is a conclusion of a new study in which experts report their discovery of a new type of boredom. We found a new way to be bored. Okay. Tell me. Previous, study, uh, previous studies have recognized four different types of boredom. Indifferent boredom. Eh. Mm. Eh. Mm -hmm. That's boredom. Okay. okay. Calibrating boredom. Uh, wow. Well, you know, okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, you got that? Okay. Okay. Searching boredom. <laughs> and reaction boredom. React reactant boredom. Okay. Just, you know. Uh, yeah. That's a, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The new study's results confirm not only these four subtypes, but also the existence of a fifth apathetic boredom. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Alarmingly, 36% of participants reported frequent spells. <laughs> Of this subtype, okay, the apathetic, apathetic boredom, boredom. Okay, which the study authors uh, believe to be closely related to major depressive disorders. Okay, yeah. So I mean, you're, in other words, they're saying you're kind of stupid. Yeah, yeah, and no, really, and, no, and really. you don't really have any brain, so yeah. chances are you're going to be depressed about that. Well, Nathan, yeah. I have the anecdote to your boredom story. Wow. Yes. Rinse away a bad mood. Okay. Washing your hands can make you more optimistic, according to a new German new uh, German no, research. Here we go. With the Germans again. Compulsive yeah. Germans. After performing a nearly impossible task, people who scrubbed up had a brighter outlook on completing future tasks. Just your than, hands, or do you have to scrub? No, your hands. Your okay. hands. Than those who skipped the soap. The credit the theory is it's called embodied cognition. It's uh -huh. the idea that a higher higher mental process like decision-making and optimism are linked to motor processes like washing your hands yeah explains explains kai kaspar kai kaspar yeah phd oh. on, a, on an unconscious level the suds help could help you think you're clearing off bad luck making you more confident about well, what do you, you need do suds suds you need you know suds, well, you, suds are bad for cleaning you don't want. I suds. think this was a creative license on the yeah, part I know, of. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But I'm just saying. Yeah. maybe maybe she she's a scientist, and she's trying to be poetic, and yes. she's failing. Yes, maybe. yes. But I don't know if we're responding to bubbles. That's yeah, what I'm trying. Well, to... I love bubbles. Yeah, I like bubbles. I, they too. make me feel good. I when know. I see them. So are we responding to bubbles? Or are we? No, well, I think yeah. I think the washing part. Yeah. The catch is it doesn't always work. Thinking that you're washing with failure could eliminate the need to make an extra effort. Yeah. Which may explain why people who who soaped up actually scored lower on the second test 
than those with dirty hands, said Dr. Kaspar. You heard so, that. So uh, what's the second test? I, mean, I, know it... I don't know. They had him put the impossible task. In the end, if you're going to wash your so, hands. So the, if you're going to do something else, you better not wash your hands. Yeah, apparently, you'll be apparently we're contradicting ourselves in two, in, in two succeeding paragraphs here. Yeah. So in the end, uh, you're not going to wash your hands solely to brighten your day. But the study is a cool reminder that you'd actually, but wait, a cool this reminder sounds, to actually do it. You never know it could work. I guess you're I, don't, saying, I don't know what you're saying. You're saying in the second test, okay. they're going to... Let me go back. Okay. On an, okay. <laughs> okay. The catch is it doesn't always work. Thinking you're eliminating, washing away failure could eliminate the need to make an extra effort. Yeah, Which okay, could exactly. explain why yeah. people don't do as well. Uh, they actually scored lower on the second test than those with dirty hands. Yeah. Okay, so it if helps you keep your you, hands dirty. But yeah, if you keep your hands dirty, then you know then, you've got to really get in there the yeah, second time. Yeah, exactly. And if you clean up, you're going, ah, this is over. I feel good about myself. But this is about so making you, you feel wash happier. Your not about, it's not about no, succeeding at the test. It's about feeling happier. That's if, all. If I want to get something done, oh, I should be dirty. Yes. Is that right? Yeah, you if dirty. If I just want to feel good about myself, you, I should be clean. You dirty, dirty man. No, you. but I mean, yes. what, what that suggests is that people should be dirty. If yes. they want to get something done. Yeah. If we all washed our hands, global warming is going to destroy us. Okay. Yeah. Good if point. If we stay dirty. Stay dirty hands. We, we might actually. We dig in deeper. We, we go for deep. it. Yeah. yeah. You're right. But if you know global warming's coming yeah. and you can't do anything about it, yeah. wash, wash your hands. Wash your hands. Yeah. Obsessive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just keep washing. <laughs> All right. Oh, goodness. All right. And finally, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation awarded $100,000 to the developers of a condom made from reconstituted animal collagen. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Collagen is the main structural protein of the various collective uh, connective tissues in animals. You know, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Yeah. And there where your joints are and all that. And um, I could yank all day, said an engineer. Excuse and, me? And not break this thing. <laughs> <laughs>